This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. You're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. We'll jump right into college basketball. It's the biggest thing happening these days now. It is, yeah. We're kind of uh, gearing up for March Madness here soon. It's pretty crazy. Like is seven weeks really? away, I think. Oh my gosh! Sunday. So maybe no, it's like seven. I think. Yeah, John Rothstein think, tweeted about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, coming up quick. Yeah, like it's wild that like a year ago you know, everything was getting canceled and now they're like on their way to having it. And like, it's moving, it's shaking. It's, it's kind of super exciting and it's fun to watch the different teams. And I'm sure it's really fun for you being a Gonzaga fan. It is. Yeah. I will say it's like, I don't know, the conference play kind of gets a little bit boring after a while. (laughs) So I'm like kind of in that phase where it's obviously a very fun team to watch this year, but I'm also like, itching for a more exciting game i don't know but good problem to have for sure <laughs> you have all the other pac-12 basketball and that's yeah, been that's fairly entertaining yeah mm-hmm. they've been pretty good of course we're biased being colorado fans um but that doesn't make it any less fun hopefully the pac-12 gets a couple teams into the tournament Looking like UCLA yes. might be headed that way because they're ranked. Um, and yeah, Colorado, they should be good. They're they're having a pretty okay team, uh, okay season. So that's like that's encouraging for the Pac-12 fans. I feel like if you're looking, oh, go ahead. The loss to Stanford was like, or not Stanford, uh, Washington was like like a very bad look for them um considering the Huskies have won one game all year um but other than that like their their you know resume is like decent you know um they've got a decent record so um yeah we'll see what happens there see if the Pac-12 decides to have a conference tournament or not I know that's kind of like a big thing right now with different conferences trying to figure out what they want to do with that. Um, so we'll see. Maybe a couple of them get in a couple of mountain, the mountain West teams. I think San Diego state well on their way to being in the tournament this year. Um, they absolutely crushed air force the other night. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know you all were this good. Um, because very fortunately, the Wyoming Cowboys have been doing okay. Like nice. it is not, but I I know I was not expecting to really give like a Wyoming update. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I'm like, 
Wyoming. But um, overall, they're ten and five. Um, they're four and four in conference play. I mean, that's not a bad look. And like San Diego State, they are five and three in conference play. Boise State's leading the conference, um, nine and zero. Oh. But man, to see Wyoming not at the bottom is a good feeling. To see teams that are like San Diego State, Boise State do it pretty well and like Wyoming beat Nevada like they swept Nevada so we're we're feeling very positive not quite you know them going to the dance this year but like with this new coach it looks like they're they're in good shape um this season uh, things are starting to look up <laughs> things are starting to look up I can once again be like yes I care about Wyoming basketball because the football team won't have more wins than the basketball team in a given <laughs> season it was last season was rough to be a Wyoming fan my lord it was it was hard but things are improving things are good and maybe Wyoming will have like a phenomenal football and basketball season next year like fingers crossed pray for me friends like I really want this like Wyoming needs it and it looks really good with Josh Allen, you know, one game away from a Super Bowl. Looks really good for the football program. But yeah. basketball, in terms of teams that uh, most folks actually care about that are not Pac-12, Mountain West, or WCC teams, um, Florida State upset Clemson. And I, you know, asked you and Colin if you thought, like, I'm like, is – is Florida State really good? Is is Clemson bad? Like, what what are your thoughts here? Um, I feel like Florida State's a team that you can never count out. Um, Same. It seems like every year they pull off some upsets, um, some big ones, and you know they're they're kind of like a scary team in the tournament a lot of times. So yeah, I I would lean more towards giving Florida State the edge, but we'll see this time goes on i mean i was listening to the commentators as they were they were like you know if we can't count out florida state like they're they're looking okay they're looking pretty good and i'm like oh yeah i haven't really heard about them this year but like they're not a team that if i don't hear about florida state i'm like oh they must be doing poorly like they are a pretty strong team and they showed up this weekend for sure and clemson i don't know if they were having a bad day or what but that was a fun upset to have. And then Alabama is achieving what I'm hoping Wyoming will achieve being a football and basketball school. <laughs> uh, they made it into the top 10 of the uh, AP top 25. Yeah, they did. Um, that brings me to my game of the week, actually. Um, number nine, Alabama, they broke the top 10, is playing uh, number 24, Oklahoma, on Thursday. I haven't watched Alabama play this year, so I need to watch them play. And I think that should be a good game to kind of see like what they're really looking like. So excited to see that. It's weird to have Alabama be good at basketball. (laughs) It is. And they like have some good players usually, but like you don't think about them holistically as a good program. Yeah. I I think that's a good pick for a game of the week. I think that's going to be a really fun college basketball game for sure um and speaking of Oklahoma um they handed Kansas an L this weekend and Kansas is still ranked number 15 yeah they're on a little bit of a skid but um 
I don't know. We'll see if they turn things around. I hope so. Um, they were looking better early on in the year than they are now. So, um, Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> Very surprised at Kansas. I mean, obviously they're at the bottom of the big 12. Um, I, you know, the big 12 has Baylor who is very good. Texas who's having a good season. Also Oklahoma is looking good. Texas Tech's All right. But like, I would never expect Kansas to be behind Texas Tech and Oklahoma, definitely Baylor and Texas just this season. They're both having good seasons, but man, that's rough that they're middle of the pack right now. And then pour one out. Iowa state is uh Owen five in conference Oof. play. Bad look. I think I might be looking at a new new coach at the end of the season. I'll be interested to see how that goes. Um, it, that's that's a hard look for a school that Iowa State has been like a very has been a competitive basketball school historically, like in the last ten years. So to see them mm-hmm. just like, ooh, <laughs> that's just it, it's hard. It's hard to see. It's like oh, I. I do expect the big 12 to be a competitive basketball conference and it's, you hate to see it, but there's always next season. There is. Um, In terms of teams that are kind of like consistent uh, this season, Gonzaga (laughs) and Baylor are basically the two. Um, And I saw a graphic um, for adjusted efficiency margin and it was like Gonzaga and Baylor were consistently like this whole season have been like above the rest of the teams. Iowa is like the third one and they're kind of still pretty far down compared to those two. So it's just kind of interesting to see it laid out that way. Um, But they continue to be uh, consistent and we'll see if that game gets rescheduled. I'm guessing it probably won't because um, Mark Fee said something this week about how it would basically take like a cancellation for both leagues and for those to line up in order for it to happen. So I don't think we're going to get that game, but I kind of also don't really want it. I don't know. <laughs> I feel that at this point, like, I don't know. I'd probably be good for Gonzaga to, you know, have a more challenging game mid conference play, but the reality is it's probably just not going to happen. So maybe they'll meet in the tournament. Who knows? Maybe. At least like they, Man, they've been consistent. It'd be, and I mean, I don't know. No one's questioning if they're really good. It would be a very good game, but like, oh, the stress of it in the middle of the season. And the, but I think it'd be stressful to have it in the them meet up like early in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Not that. Well, I mean, that, one, it that wouldn't happen until no. yeah. I was gonna say it wouldn't happen until like the final four, but or. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see how the bracket shake up. But they're both going to be one seed, so. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we got for college basketball for men's. Well, um, and Michigan is on hold. All Michigan sports are on hold for two weeks because of COVID. Yes. So yes. Do we know deal. if Michigan's a fraud or not? We don't know. <laughs> we won't find out because their sports are on pause, and that'll give the rest of the Big Ten to figure out if they're really good. Overall, they seem to be doing fine, but um, yeah, if Michigan fans pour one out, that's also tough. Every sport on pause. Yeah. Um, 
And so leading into women's basketball, not that Michigan was going to be a <laughs> point here, but if you were hoping for that, they're, they can't play. Um, women's basketball, we've talked about how, like, you usually have the same, I don't know, five or ten teams that are consistently good in women's basketball, and it's not there's not a lot of movement like there is for men's basketball. It's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were some games this week in women's basketball where the top teams like eked out a win and against like teams that are ranked a little bit, a lot lower or not ranked at all. So I'm wondering if it's about to be like another something similar to like men's basketball where you saw the Dukes and the UNC's and the Louisville's and like now in Kentucky's and you're like, Oh, no one's paying attention to them right now. And so I'm wondering if that's women's basketball is on the way to that. Like there'll be other teams that are like on the rise, um, which I guess we'll see. Um, so number two, NC state, like barely got a win against unranked Virginia tech. Um, number one, Louisville barely gets a win against wake forest. Uh, number four, South Carolina, same thing against LSU. And so Virginia tech, wake forest, LSU, not, none of them are ranked. And then number three, UConn, like, was challenged by Tennessee, who's ranked number 20, but, like, that's you, – you don't expect a six-point game there. Yeah, it's like are the blue bloods on both sides um, just not doing well during a pandemic? Is that what we've learned yeah, from all that's, of that <laughs> seems to be it. Good. It's very strange. It'll be it'll be interesting to see when we have like a quote unquote normal season again, like how it really shakes out. Like, was it because of the pandemic that these rankings kind of went all over the place or are programs genuinely adapting and changing and evolving so that we can see some new people or new teams winning on both mm-hmm. sides? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would be definitely down for like a change. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to see. It's, it's, it like makes for a fun story, and you're not hearing the same story. Like uh, when we get to the NFL, I have some feelings. I'm sure everyone has feelings after this weekend's games, but like, you don't want to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl every year. Specifically, you don't want to see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl every year. I so was kind of say <laughs> for, for college for college sports, it's like yeah, like it's cool, but see, like even thinking about the national championship with it being Alabama for the hundredth time, it feels like like I feel like our adult lives, Alabama is always in the national championship, and it's just like okay, cool. How many times? Like, there's no oh, we like hold ourselves up by our bootstraps we have this really cool story we can tell about the program like there's going to be none of that we already mm-hmm. know Alabama's good and really good at recruiting yes that is for certain <laughs> so hopefully college basketball is the place where it's happening I'm here for it would love to see the teams that have like been on the rise for the last however many years get in there like Gonzaga I would love to see it like they've been so close I just want to see them win it We would love to see that, definitely. <laughs> we have parties, socially distanced virtual parties, but it'd be dope. 
And uh, that's your college basketball update. Just keep keep an eye on what's happening with these different teams because shakeups are happening across men and women's basketball. And so on to the NFL, as I've already complained about Tom Brady. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Packers and Buccaneers. Um, the Buccaneers won with Tom Brady. Um, so essentially what we're going to get now, because the Chiefs beat the Bills, very sad, um, but now definitely want the Chiefs to win. Um, basically, we're going to have a rematch of last year's Super Bowl, but just with Tom Brady on a different team. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely rooting for the Chiefs. Um, big fan of Andy Reid. So... I I like Patrick Mahomes. I like Andy yeah. Reid. I was talking to a friend where I was like, you know, if Tom Brady and Gronk didn't play for the Buccaneers, I'd be like, yeah, good for the Buccaneers making it. I hope they win. <laughs> but it's all because of Tom Brady and Gronk. I, like, they ruin it for me. <sighs> I just... Frustrating result, but here we are. Um, you know, at least we're probably gonna get a very fun halftime show from oh, yeah. weekend. So oh, yeah, I, I think it's gonna be a fun, it's gonna be great. I love that, you know, they the NFL is giving tickets to 7,400 um frontline workers who've been vaccinated. Like there's so many good things that are like coming out of this. It's just very unfortunate that we have the Chiefs in it again and um Tom Brady in it again. Like <laughs> I just, I'm waiting for him to retire and I just want him to be like Tony Romo just on TV talking about sports. I don't think he'll have the same like enthusiasm as Tony Romo. Like Tony Romo mm-hmm. was He's so excited. Funny. He is yes. just like, yes. So I'm just ready for that phase of his life and someone else to be a really good quarterback because while he did a lot for the Buccaneers in that game against the Packers, it wasn't just him, and I think people don't recognize that. Like, yes, it's his leadership, but, like, there are other players on the team that did a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just one person, so. so. We'll see. We'll talk to you all about the Super Bowl in a couple weeks, which is exciting. I I feel like we should talk about the different foods we have for it, because I feel like it'll be a good time to talk about various cheeses and wines and snacks. Yeah, it'll be a weird one because, like, I feel like you probably, depending on what you're doing, won't be sampling as many different kinds of food. No. So, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be an interesting one. Um, moving on to just other sports because, man, the NFL will be over in two weeks. Four went out. Um, the U.S. Women's National Team took another W against Columbia in a, another friendly. Uh, this time they won six zero instead of four zero so uh, a lot of goals a lot of goals they are making sure they make it into any international competition um i'm here for it like they i want to see them do so well all the time like they have to consistently prove themselves so i'm like you know if this is what it takes for them to prove that they deserve the recognition and to be paid like fine whatever it's it's a step in the right direction. So good on them. And, um, that she believes cup starts in February. So we'll have a lot of good women's soccer to look forward to. Indeed. Um, women's hockey 
is also going on. Um, they're doing a bubble tournament for two weeks in Lake Placid, which sounds very cold, but <laughs> it's hockey, so they're used to it. If you are. Um, continuing on with the women's sports trends, UCLA women's gymnastics team um, has lots of fun content uh, on social media this past weekend with some uh, great, well, one in particular, great floor routine. Yeah, uh, Nia Dennis. So she she had another viral floor routine. And I mean, I've seen a couple people. I mean, I've seen a lot of people tweet about it. But I'm like, this is not the first time we've seen her. She had a viral routine last year where like all of this music was from Beyonce's homecoming, uh, like the Coachella performance. Like it was all pulled from that. So I'm like, did we forget about this? It was a dope performance then. And she gave us another dope performance. Like UCLA yes. women's gymnastics. The people forgot. Amazing. Yeah. People forget. People are forgetting. <laughs> they forget about gymnastics. And like, I fall into that trap too, where I forget that like college gymnastics is a thing. But mm-hmm. it's so fun. It is. Big sport. Big sport. And like, you you can see how these different teams, they have like so such different personalities. And like, I've listened to like commentators when they talk about UCLA, where they're like, yeah, like that's their thing where they just like, they're very good at engaging with the audience that they have. And so it's just like, that's part of their routine. And I'm like, man, there's so much to this. It's just more, it is way more than them going out and doing flips and like doing a very athletic but they like Mm -hmm. add more to it and like having the dance portion where it's not super clunky like I was talking to a friend who was like I'm just glad to see that gymnastics is looking better when they do their floor routines in terms of the dance piece because it used to look so bad (laughs) and I'm like yeah I guess I never thought about it but they they definitely have more rhythm in what they're doing and like they or more fluid, like it's more graceful, I guess, when it comes to mm-hmm. the dance. Yeah, it's definitely different than it used to be. Here for it. It's, it's gymnastic season, folks. Make sure you're checking. You can watch. There are a lot of programs. Um, the ones that come to mind right now are Oklahoma's pretty good. LSU's mm-hmm. pretty good. UCLA. Um, if you have the Pac-12 network, you can watch on there. It's true. Utah has a good program. CU needs a a gymnastics program. They could like partner with the Olympic training committee down in Colorado Mm -hmm. Springs. That'd be the move. Like there's no reason CU doesn't have gymnastics and wrestling. Well, there are reasons, but like they should have (laughs) gymnastics and wrestling. In my mind. (laughs) In my mind, because they can drive the two hours to go to the training center. Um, That's my piece for advocating for the Olympic training committee. (laughs) that's fun and then Hank Aaron passed away over the weekend RIP pour one out um it was yeah very sad very sad he lived a good life he did a lot of good things and like he his legacy will live on for sure for sure so you already said your game of the week and Mm -hmm. I think it's like a Year one game of the week. I genuinely think that'll be a fun game to watch. Uh, my game of the week is the Nuggets versus the Spurs Friday night. 
I feel like it'll be fun, mostly because I like Jokic. I think he's fun. Yes. <laughs> Very entertaining MVP candidate early on. Why? Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> My hot take this week. Well, so it seems like both of ours are about music. Um, I have been listening to um, a double album that country singer Morgan Wallen released. Um, which he is somewhat problematic because, like, he doesn't take COVID seriously. I don't know. He was supposed to be on SNL. Yeah. And then they, like, saw some pictures of him on on Instagram, like, partying. They're like, yeah, you can't do this. So then he had to, like, quarantine and do it at a different time. He did a skit about how he learned his lesson, blah, 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 whatever. But regardless, he puts out good music. Um, released a double album uh, a couple weeks ago but I've just been listening to it nonstop, and I feel like it is a big album that's going to win a lot of awards um and I feel like it has kind of the potential to be like one of Eric Church's albums where people it's just kind of like something people go back to like years from now um so my hot take is that it's like one of the best country um albums that we've seen in a long time wow I will trust that I (laughs) have had on my spotify where it's the new music friday morgan wallen has come on and i am like ah uh let's skip this so (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like i mean super high on the charts um tons of different songs too not just like two or three songs you know yeah um but like the production is very good and it's just i don't know can be easy listening there's some upbeat stuff there's some more sad stuff, I guess, as you get with country music all the time. Um, Any songs but, about a truck or a dog? Mm, I think there's a song that mentions a truck, but the truck's not, like, the whole point of the song, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's something. <laughs> it definitely is. Um, but what is your hot take this week? Oh, first I had not nice things to say about Morgan Wallen. Now it's Miley Cyrus. Um, oh. I... Uh, you know, we grew up, we had Hannah Montana, and now I'm like, I listen to Miley Cyrus, and I'm like, but why? Um, my hot take is, like, I don't think her music's that good. I'm totally with you on this, and okay. it's, it's definitely an unpopular opinion. It, yeah, because people love her, and I'm like, I love that she, like, advocates advocates for, like, different communities marginalized communities i'm here for it i love it i yes use your platform do something good mm-hmm. Oof, but your music please god turn it off i just don't find it enjoyable i i, I don't know i don't like your voice in general but yeah because she has a song that is like a mashup with edge of 17 and i'm like mm-hmm. why did you do this to stevie nicks like i didn't <laughs> we didn't ask for this. and like it came on on one of the running playlists I was listening to, so I couldn't just be like, turn this off. But I was like, ugh. So uh, that's, people are going to listen and be like, wow, their music tastes. But I feel like we have pretty good taste in music if we agree that the Miley Cyrus is meh. <laughs> Colin would definitely disagree with you. He likes a lot of her new music. And I'm like, meh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I could leave it to be just fine. 
Yeah, because you have like like Dua Lipa, who she's done yes. a song with Dua Lipa, and I'm like, how is Dua Lipa not bigger than she is? Like she's been huge in the UK, and like she was on SNL like a month ago, and it was great. Mm-hmm. But like she's been popular for a minute, just not in the United States. And I'm like, but she's so good. Like, are you telling me that you'd rather listen to Miley Cyrus than Dua Lipa? Not that we like we're not comparing the talents, but like, come on now. Um, they have a song together, and I'm like, man. I wish they didn't. can't listen to that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I love it. Um, wine picks. What do you have this week? This weekend, I was drinking Petiole Pinot, Pinot Noir. Um, it has been really rainy here. And mm. so it's been like good. It's not like freezing. Like it's like 60 degrees. So it's disgusting. Um, to be out in the rain it's like really muggy but it like gives the illusion that it's winter and so you can be like oh yes I'm gonna wrap up in a blanket and drink a red wine and um, it was it was like very fruity and good and a nice uh, sports watching wine as my team lost as both teams I wanted to win lost this weekend um yeah don't like that (laughs) <laughs> don't like that at all but it went really well with all of my snacks like my cheese and fruits and vegetables so we're Good. here for it what wine have you been drinking yes um so i'm gonna butcher the pronunciation even though i took french for three years um but it's called Le trois couronne cote de rosé um it's from france and um maggie my old roommates and your friend also um, gave it to me because I took care of a cat this weekend for a little bit. Um, so it was a nice little gift. And um, it's actually one of my like favorite rosés. Um, you can find it pretty much anywhere too, which is like why I would recommend it. Um, and it's like, I don't know, like 10 to like 13 $14, depending on where you get it. So it's That's like, reasonable. yeah, but like, expensive enough that it's like a good bottle you know you're not gonna hate it yeah um it is pretty dry so if you're not a dry um rosé person then maybe not for you but that's my recommendation what did you eat with it that might also help the Um, folks at home well i don't usually like have wine while i'm eating it's more of like a like a couple hours before I go to bed type thing. So I didn't like eat anything with it specifically. Like I did, I wasn't like pairing it with my dinner. So sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Can't provide any recommendations. There. I'm going to assume cheese. Cause I know I just assume all wine goes like, with cheese. Yeah. Any wine. Yeah. Can go. So with I know that we like cheese. a lot of cheese. Like we, between the two of us, cheese is a big thing. So before we started recording, I had a little Parmesan, um, Belgioso Parmesan powerful snack. Ooh. They're like these little individually packaged wedges of Parmesan. They're seven grams of protein per little wedge. So, yes, we do have cheese here. <laughs> oh, but, um, so that's a personal plug, I guess. What plugs do you have? I have the normal plugs of listen to the Tailgate Society podcasts, read the content, we're fun people, get after it. However, I have one new plug this week because we we like our friends. We like to support our friends. And when they're trying to do cool things, we want to support them. So you're probably a friend of the pod. If you have plugs you want us to share, we will happily do that. But 
for our bakery loving friends, go follow Sift and Sprinkle on Instagram um, to see very beautiful baked goods. And if you live in the Iowa area, well, I guess Iowa's a big state. If you live in the Des Moines area, um, you can put in some orders because it is now a shop. It's not just a, one of those Instagrams that are like really pretty baking things. It's now pretty baking things you can buy and they're a Valentine's Day special. So hook your friends up with some beautiful little Pop-Tarts and cakes and treats and cookies. And that is my plug. I love that. It's great. Um, I don't have anything this week. I don't think actually. So, well, that is all I have this week. What about you? Makes it easy. I think we're, I think that's good. All right. We'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.